0: Hi, friends, I'm Dr. Gauri Meena, gynecologist and laparoscopic surgeon, founder director of Women's Choice Clinic, Annanagar Chennai. In today's podcast, I'm planning to talk to you about something that we normally don't discuss in pregnancy and something that you might not expect in pregnancy, but that can happen in a pregnancy. So what am I talking about? I am talking about surprise. Surprise may not always be pleasant. We normally attribute pleasantness to a surprise because we like sweet surprises. And we like to be surprised by gifts, something beautiful happening in our lives. And pregnancy is a pleasant gift and a beautiful blessing from God. And for many of us, it is a surprise. So let's look at what surprises could happen for somebody in pregnancy. So if you look at the pleasant surprises, let me talk about the pleasant ones first. Say if you're pregnant, you're going for an ultrasound and you find that instead of one baby, there are two babies. And some of us react very differently for the situation, like being upset because you are looking for one and you're finding two and you don't know how to handle it. But most of us are happy because twins are beautiful. You can dress them differently. We might, you know, happily get confused who is who. We are thinking of twins who are looking identical from the books that we've read, from the movies we've watched. We think twins are all joy. Most of the time they are. And some of the times they can be having special situations. They could be born early and uh, they could have certain special problems more care may be needed. The mom goes through a lot more in pregnancy than a mom who carries a single child. And this is just part of the story. After the baby is born, babies are born, then there is the additional challenge of tackling two hungry kids, breastfeeding, growing them up, etc., etc. It's a long list. Okay. Practically, I've seen a lot of mothers well-adjusted to this scenario of having twins And some of them even want and pray for twins, and some of them intend to have have twins because they look at it as joy. On the other side, some couples don't want to have twins because they understand that twins do have some inherent problems. The chance of having birth defects is more in twins. The chance of the pregnancy not continuing, that is, ending in a miscarriage, is slightly more in twins. And if the life starts as two, it can end up as one. So one of the twins may disappear, not being able to grow, which we call as a vanishing twin. And depending on how the twins derive their nutrition from the mother through the organ called placenta and how they choose to share the space inside the uterus, whether they're going to divide the space into their specific uh, zones like Each twin has a layer of membrane, the amnion, and they are having their own space. Or do they have a common space and they are sharing? So I'm just making it very easy for you to understand that the twins can be classified into groups based upon whether they are sharing the nutrition, the placenta, whether they are sharing the space and how they choose to do it. There are some permutations, combinations. And depending on each particular classification, there are unique challenges that these drones face. So let me move on to the other surprises that can happen. So why am I first talking about surprises in pregnancy? Because I don't want you to have a surprise. That is number one. Number two, when you actually are in such a situation, I want you to know how to tackle the situation because if you are well prepared, half the battle is won and knowledge and knowing what to do specifically, what action to take in that precise moment, in the moment of uh, decision making. I think that is what you need to equip yourself when you go through a pregnancy. My prayer for every pregnant woman and the couple is for them to go through a beautiful pregnancy, a wonderful delivery, and you know have a, a, the blessed time in their life. But sometimes nature doesn't do this to everyone. Nature has its own ways of uh, showing up as surprises. So I am going to tackle all of them one by one so that you know that these things exist. And if they do happen, you are in a better position. You are better equipped with the knowledge and the resources of how to tackle them. So let me talk about the commonest thing that we see it is to have an abnormality in the scan report so nowadays you do know that pregnant women are uh, having ultrasound scans otherwise called sonogram usg Uh, these tests are done to look at the baby's health while inside the baby mother's womb or the uh, tummy or the uterus so these tests give us a better picture of the baby and we are actually able to see the baby move in dynamic movement, not just as pictures, but we are actually seeing them like a video. It's like having a CCTV installed inside the mother's uterus and see. However fancy this technology has developed today, there are some uh, pitfalls with this technology also. It gives us a lot about the structure, uh, uh, maximum information about functioning, But it doesn't tell everything okay and there are certain things that we find on the scan which may indicate the possibility of the problem okay and may not actually be the problem let me explain this a little further say for example some uh, 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 there is a pregnant woman who comes with a ultrasound scan saying that the baby has a bright spot in the heart In the medical language, we call it as EICF. This bright spot in the heart could mean two things. One, it could mean that the baby is absolutely fine and this bright spot is just an incidental observation. The other possibility is it may indicate underlying heart disease in the baby. It could also be an indicative of a growth problem that might happen uh, in the later months of pregnancy. It could also mean that the baby's chromosomes may not be normal. So it's very difficult for us to look at this small uh, finding, which we call as a soft marker and predict the future of the baby. So if you encounter an ultrasound uh, scan finding like this, please talk to your doctor, get all the information. You can choose to see a fetal medicine specialist or a high-risk obstetric specialist who is able to give you more information because they may be handling more babies of that nature or even possibly take a second opinion before you decide what is what. The other situation is where you have a clear-cut problem in the baby and once we know that there is a problem in the baby, after confirmation, we have two choices. One, to know whether that problem is solvable, can we solve it? The other one, the problem need not be solved. And the third thing, the problem cannot be solved. Okay? So let me talk about a condition like where the problem need not be solved. For example, if a child has an extra sixth digit in the hand, it is a different finding The baby will look slightly different but it is not going to affect the life of the baby and we need not even correct it. The baby chooses to correct it as an adult or an adolescent, that's an entirely different category of discussion. So this is one category. The next category is where the baby has a defect and it needs correction and it needs correction as soon as the baby is born. Okay. One of the conditions is called, uh, maybe I'll take an example of a heart disease. So if you look at heart diseases of the baby, there are so many and some of them are correctable. And those correctable ones, we correct them at different stages of the newborn life. And if the mother's blood flow is important for the baby's circulation inside the uterus. okay, Because if you look at the, Uh, circulation and how the baby gets food inside the uterus it's from the mom so when the mom uh, is able to give food inside the uterus all is well when the baby comes out breathes on its own and depends on its own blood flow for its survival that's when all the problems creep up so the heart condition may be such that the correction of the heart condition may be needed soon after delivery so if that is the situation, delivery of the baby can be planned in a center where we have a facility to tackle young babies with such condition where you have a team supporting them, uh, including the neonatologist, including the pediatric cardiologist and the supporting team, including the nursing, supportive staff, physiotherapists if required, counselors, etc. This is the second time. The third type is where you have a problem but you can't solve the problem. Uh, For example, if the baby has a condition called anencephaly where the skull of the baby, the bone on the head is not formed. It is a very rare condition these days because it's picked up very, very early on in pregnancy and most of the parents choose to end the pregnancy. So it's no longer a big problem when the baby is born. And if such a couple faces such a situation, they need to know the implications. And in situations where babies cannot be, um, you know, helped uh, with the defect they are born with, then the choice of ending the pregnancy is available to them. So that is a very uh, difficult situation to handle. Now, let me move on to the more common most common surprise in pregnancy which i will call as an emergency okay so far whatever i've discussed was not an emergency yes it was having an impact yes it is very difficult yes it can cause a range of emotions yes it can upset the couple you may need to have multiple consultations with specialists etc but you have valuable resource of time to think through to get opinion discuss with your family, to get, uh, you know, advice from friends, well-wishers, you know, you have time to react, to come out of the shock, get help, okay, so that is one whole lot, I'm going to bunch whatever I've said so far into that lot, the second lot which I'm going to share with you, you may not have uh, the time to react and respond, so those those are what I call as emergencies. So, I have grouped them under two categories. One will be every uh, pregnancy, we divide them into three months. Okay, The first three months, we call it as first trimester. The middle three months will be the second. And the last three months will be the third trimester. So, trimester-wise, I will take you through what are all the emergencies that could be there and how to face them and manage them in real life. So, in the first trimester, in the first three months, If there is any bleeding or spotting from the private parts, from the vagina, the woman has to react because it could mean that the baby is not growing well. It could also mean that baby is growing. It's just the implantation bleed which is normal or it could be a pregnancy in the tube. There are so many possibilities. So she has to immediately go to the hospital. The second emergency that can happen in the first three months is severe vomiting. See, vomiting is very common in pregnancy, but if it is severe or bad enough such that she's not able to retain water, she feels dry, she's not able to pass urine, etc., then it is an emergency. Let me move on to the middle three months. In the middle three months, usually the vomiting is all settled. And if there is any tummy pain in the lower abdomen or back ache, like a period kind of pain, then we have to react because there is a condition called cervical insufficiency where the mouth of the uterus is not uh, able to hold the uterus and the baby inside. It opens on its own without giving any warning to the mom and the baby slips outside. However, horrendous it is when I describe it. This condition can be tackled by putting a stitch in the mouth of the uterus uh, for the next pregnancy. It can be, the stitch can be done for women who have had this uh, pregnancy loss because we cannot put stitches for everyone and it's not an easy condition to diagnose. So if in the middle of three months or even any time in the pregnancy, if you have abdominal pain or bleeding or spotting, don't even give a second thought, immediately rush to the hospital is what I would like to say. The other condition that can happen in the middle three months of pregnancy is breaking of waters. The water around the baby is the protective uh, medium in which the baby is protected by Mother Nature. If that water breaks, the umbilical cord, which is the tube connecting the mom to the baby, can slip out. It can also cause uh, uh, the infections infections to set in. It can also set up labor, premature labor or early labor. So, these are the problems with water breaking early. So, emergencies in the middle three months of pregnancy could be bleeding, pain and breaking of waters. Let me move on to the last three months. In the last three months, if pain, bleeding, uh, water discharge happens, we look at what period of pregnancy it is or how close is she to the delivery date. The closer she is, the better it is because the outcome of the pregnancy, the baby is going to be fine, the mom is going to be fine. But if it is too far from the delivery date, then again we might end up having a premature baby who will need more support uh, from uh, uh, the doctors in terms of taking care of the nutrition, breathing, the blood levels of chemicals, temperature etc and something very very important that I would like you to know is the importance of counting the baby's movements and keeping track of the baby's movements from 28 weeks onwards that is the seventh month because the baby moving means the baby is healthy if the movement is not there it can mean two things one baby could be sleeping that is if it's not moving for a short while or it could be tired and something is not okay. The baby needs rescue. So unless you see the, account the movements, you will not know what the condition of the baby is. We generally teach a simple method to count the movements. One is start just randomly observing the movements throughout the day. If in a day you are able to feel 10 to 12 movements, that's good enough. If you are not able to feel the usual way of baby moving, then you put your tummy on your hand, lie down on your left side and then count the movements uh, with utmost concentration for a minimum of one hour. So in the first one hour, if you feel five movements, it's great. You can go back to your cash and counting. If in the first one hour you don't feel, go continue counting for the next one hour. If in the next one hour you're able to feel good movements, you can go back to casual counting but you will still connect with your doctor and see if something needs to be done. If in the second hour you don't feel the movements, then it is of utmost importance that you immediately go to the hospital with all your medical records, preferably on an empty stomach because depending on the situation of the baby, uh, different decisions may, may have to be taken. So let me talk about a condition which could present as an emergency any time in pregnancy not it's not confined to first trimester second trimester like that but anytime it is called as pregnancy induced hypertension pregnancy causes so many changes in a woman's body sometimes it announces itself uh, behaves as a test of a future so if a woman is going to have diabetes when she's around 40 50 then pregnancy diabetes can show up that way if she has a tendency to develop high blood pressure in later part of her life pregnancy induced hypertension can show up as an indicator and usually this pregnancy induced hypertension doesn't show any symptoms the mother feels well but if if it's severe it does show certain symptoms or indicators the mother may have headache which is unusual and intense she may have problems seeing things, she may feel blurred, blurred images, she can also feel some parts in her vision are missing like seeing black holes. Sometimes vomiting can be unusual like projectile wherein the person who is close by their clothes are soiled, you know forceful vomiting. Pain under the right ribcage, so if you look at the human body, the chest and abdomen, they are divided by the lower border of the ribcage. Or the chest bone cage. So just below the right rib cage, you have the liver area. So when the blood pressure of the mother goes up very high the liver swells up and that can cause pain. So if there is pain in that area it's an indicator of high blood pressure and if the woman is passing lesser quantities of urine than her usual that could also mean her blood pressure may be high. So all these five points which I've just said may mean her blood pressure may be high and it is an indicator that she immediately rushes to the hospital checks her blood pressure and the doctor will also check her urine to see if there is any protein leak the doctor will also check the baby and ensure everything is okay so if you look at these symptoms in isolation say for example vomiting vomiting is such a common symptom in pregnancy in fact in movies you might have seen when somebody vomits and feels dizzy Uh, In a village, the village doctor comes and feels the pulse and says, announces pregnancy. So it's such a common thing that we are seeing. At the same time, severe projectile vomiting may mean high blood pressure. So I hope today's podcast has been useful to you. I know this uh, topic is not something that we like to talk about, but ensuring that you have the adequate knowledge and uh, the immediate steps what to take if you're encountered with a surprise. Because some of the surprises don't give you time to react and may want instant decisions to be made when you're not so much prepared. So I encourage you to uh, listen to the podcast once again. Take notes as you find some points of interest and of value. Maybe even do some research. Talk to your doctor about those points. Get clarity and be well equipped to handle this pregnancy. So if you found this podcast useful... Please like, share and comment in the box below. Uh, wishing you a happy and lovely pregnancy and more love and power to you. Signing off is Dr. Gauri Mina.